Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. De lo que hicimos no me acuerdo. Y paséme loco, sé que soy And welcome to This Week in Billboard News. I'm Gary Trust, Billboard Senior Director of Charts. And it's your girl, Danica Daniel, Billboard Senior Editor of The Players, filling in for Jordan Rowling. This week, we're covering Billboard's new J Balvin cover story, Kobe Bryant's memorial in L.A. Harry Styles announced his Halloween show. BTS made the late night rounds. Nick Jonas made a huge announcement on Jimmy Fallon. Justin Bieber dropped new music. Cardi B defended Zia Wade. Britney dropped a new sound and not one for the charts. But we will be covering all things charts. Let's dive right in. Jay Balvin is this week's Billboard cover artist, and in our story, the Latin music superstar talks about everything from his new album and label deal to being on stage with Jennifer Lopez at this year's Super Bowl. We caught up with the reggaeton titan, and he talked about that special moment. One of my happiest days, too, uh, of my life, and a, and a professional, and professional too, because being at the Super Bowl, just like it's a few artists can say that in the world. I'm really grateful, you know, to make part of that that moment. Know, that changed my life and, and, and the perception of Latinos and immigrants. You know, it's like, it was a cool vision to be with Jennifer Lopez, Shakira, and once again with, with Bad Bunny. You know, Jay is no stranger to success. Alongside his many hits, he made it to the top of the Billboard Hot 100 with Cardi B and Bad Bunny with their collab, I Like It, in 2018. And he had this to say about the song. I remember that I told uh, Cardi B uh, label that that was a uh, number one for sure. Basically, it was like 90%, like 80% Spanish. Jay Balvin will appear at the 2020 Latin Fest Plus by Billboard and Telemundo to be held in Las Vegas this April 20th through the 23rd. For registration and ticket sales, you can go to latinfestplus.com. And for more on all things Jay Balvin, including our new cover story, head to billboard.com. Babe, you take care of our Gigi. And I got Nani, Bibi, and Coco. We're still the best team. We love and miss you, Boo-Boo and Gigi. It was just a month ago that Kobe Bryant, his 13-year-old daughter Gianna, and seven others died in a tragic helicopter crash. On Monday, the Staples Center in Los Angeles was packed as thousands gathered for a special memorial to honor the basketball legend and pay tribute to the other lives lost. In the darkest night, oh, in the darkest night. Beyonce kicked off the celebration of life with the moving performance of her songs XO and Halo. The event was televised and streamed everywhere from ESPN to national news networks to social media. Jimmy Kimmel acted as the ceremony's MC. Other stars in attendance included Jennifer Lopez, Alex Rodriguez, Kanye West, Kim Kardashian, Dwayne Wade, Gabrielle Union, and Snoop Dogg. The memorial also marked Vanessa Bryant's first public appearance since the tragedy. God knew they couldn't be on this earth without each other. He had to bring them home to heaven together. 
NBA legend Michael Jordan also took to the stage to speak. As he fought back tears, he made the crowd smile. Now he's got me. I'll have to look at another crime meme for the next. Fellow NBA icon Shaquille O'Neal also made the crowd laugh in one of the rare moments of levity during the memorial. I said, Kobe, there's no I in team. And Kobe said, I know, but there's an M.E. in that motherfucker. And Alicia Keys, who hosted the Grammys at Staples Center the same day that Kobe and Gianna died, returned to perform Beethoven's Moonlight Sonata on the piano. Christina Aguilera also took the stage to sing Ave Maria. concluded with a special screening of Kobe's Oscar-winning animated short film, Dear Basketball. But after Monday, the tribute doesn't stop here, as both Kobe and Gianna Bryant will be remembered forever at L.A. Live. Lee Zeidman, president of Staples Center, Microsoft Theater, and L.A. Live told us. There's going to be a statue, at least one statue of Kobe and Gigi, maybe another one of Kobe that will go into Star Plaza where we have all the other statues. That planning began about two months ago when Kobe was getting ready to be inducted in the Hall of Fame. It is now accelerated due to the tragedy. Monday's date, 224, is especially significant as it reflects the jersey numbers worn by Gianna and Kobe, respectively. To follow all the coverage of this story, head to Billboard.com. Harry Styles knows how to keep his fans happy. Appearing on the Today Show Wednesday morning to perform some old and new tracks, including Watermelon Sugar, he also made a big announcement about his upcoming tour, and it has to do with Halloween. We're going to be playing the Halloween weekend at uh, Madison Square Garden. I think they like it. Uh, October 30th and 31st. We're calling it Harry Ween. That's going to be, you know, fancy dress party. That's Are you going to dress party. up? I am going to dress up. Like he said, Harry Ween will take place on October 30th and 31st in New York. The fancy dress party at Madison Square Garden will feature special guest masked singer-songwriter Orville Peck. And Harry expects you to show up in your masked finest. Ugh, if Harry's in a mask, how will I find him? <laughs> Harry already has three sold-out MSG shows on the books for July, with tickets for the two additional gigs slated to go on sale to the general public on March 6th. Styles will kick off his 2020 world tour in April in his native UK. For more info on how you can buy tickets, head to billboard.com. Bruno Mars knows a compliment when he sees it. BTS could have covered any song when they crammed it to James Corden's car for Tuesday night's latest edition of Carpool Karaoke on The Late Late Show. So what song do they choose? Well, the Friends theme, Post Malone's Circles, and Bruno's Finesse. And that cover left Bruno dripping in gratitude. On Twitter, he gave the K-pop stars a shout-out, writing, Thanks, fellas, alongside the glasses-clinking emoji. And about that Friends theme song, during their epic ride with Corden, RM revealed how he learned to speak English. I've taught myself by, by friends. So the group broke into an impromptu version of I'll Be There For You by the Rembrandts. No one told you life was gonna be this way. Now, then the guys shouted out Post Malone, who Jin said he'd like to meet by covering his hit, Circles. 
Danica, that's one way to make a commute better, right? Just have BTS singing with you. I like how you think, Gary. I like how you think. <laughs> and if that wasn't enough BTS for you, the guys made the late night rounds this week by popping over to The Tonight Show starring Jimmy Fallon as well for an interview, games, and a memorable performance. You know, at the top of the show while riding the subway, the guys chatted with Jimmy about their favorite shows, the experience of fame, um, plus their secret career dreams. V wanted to be a saxophonist, which prompted everyone to launch into Wham's Careless Whisper. <laughs> Same thing, Danica. Make the subway ride better. You have BTS with you on the subway as well. I still like how you think, Gary. I like how you think. Based on industry forecast, BTS's new album, Map of the Soul 7, is likely racing to a number one debut on the Billboard 200 chart as it could earn around 300,000 equivalent album units in its first week. When asked about the significance of the seven, RM kept it simple. You know, it's a lucky, lucky number, of course. And seven members. Yeah, seven members. Um, it's been seven years. Like since we've been together. Wow, seven, yeah. seven, good luck. Yeah, seven, 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 so it's like a jackpot. Jackpot. Then came a series of silly games from a rubber duck balancing contest to a rubber glove dance-off. And another segment, Fallon took everyone for a meal at New York's Katz's Deli to try out their legendary pastrami sandwiches. And it's safe to say they were impressed. Pastrami? Pastrami. But no veggies? No veggies. And finally, the guys used the iconic Grand Central Station as a location for an incredible performance of On, the first single lifted from Map of the Soul 7. For our full recap of BTS making the late night rounds, head to billboard.com. It was certainly a star-packed week for Fallon and big news for Joe Bro fans as Nick Jonas stopped by Tuesday to reveal that the Jonas Brothers have a new album coming soon when the host asked what we were all wondering. I I gotta ask, uh, uh, new album? Yeah, new album is is coming. (laughs) We figured... We figured, why slow down? Nick went on to explain how following their 2019 reunion album, Happiness Begins, which debuted at number one on the Billboard 200 and yielded their first Hot 100 leader, Sucker, the sibling trio literally wrote their new project two or three weeks later. Super impressive. We've put the finishing touches on it now with our friend Ryan Tedder, once again, who, who worked with us on Sucker and the last record. Uh, we're ready to go. We've got the, the first things out now. What a man. Nick, Joe, and Kevin dropped What a Man Gotta Do back in January, and it's currently in the Hot 100's Top 40. For all we know about the new album, head to Billboard.com. Going through changes, that's why, don't mean that I'll change. Fresh off an intimate performance at Kanye West's latest Sunday service, Justin Bieber on Tuesday dropped the music video for the title track from his new album, Changes. And in the nature-themed clip, the bundled-up superstar strums a guitar by a campfire as imagery flickers from winter to spring.
The visuals for changes follow a similar outdoorsy video for the album's song ETA. And they arrived just one day after Bieber earned his seventh number one album on the Billboard 200 chart this week with his new LP, which opened with 231,000 equivalent album units, according to Niels to Music MRC data. And it looks like fans can expect even more from Bieber in the coming days. In a Monday tweet, he wrote in part, quote, super grateful for this past week with changes and... I think I might give you a visual album. We'll, of course, be all over any new drops, so keep it locked on Billboard.com. And be sure to check out the finale of Justin's YouTube Doc Seasons. I know I'll be watching. Press, 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 press. Cardi don't need more press. Kill them all, put them to rest. Walk in bulletproof vest. How old is too young? If you are born thinking that you are a, a, a girl in a boy's body, how old do you have to be to 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 keep knowing that you that, that that's who you that you are? A hot button issue being discussed on the net has been Dwayne Wade and Gabrielle Union's announcement that their 12 year old daughter Zaya has identified as a transgender woman. Such rappers as Boozy Badass and Young Thug have made public comments that were taken as transphobic. And Cardi B is defending Zaya and saying people would critique regardless and should be educated. When you hold a secret, it just feels like such a burden. You might as well free and let it out. And while you free and letting it out and telling your truth, why not educate? Why not educate? Cardi continued saying that those making offensive comments fail to understand that Zai's age has nothing to do with her gender identity and being the Lady Gaga fan that she is, referenced her iconic anthem. People are born like that, like the Lady Gaga song, I was born this way, that shit is real. To see all the celebs and artists showing their support for Zaya Wade, make sure you head over to Billboard.com. A week after Britney Spears' boyfriend shared a sweet video of the singer laid up in a hospital recovering from breaking a bone in her foot, Spears posted the actual video of the incident, and it's pretty brutal. Spears in a yellow sports bra and black short shorts dances furiously in the clip, spinning, whipping her hair, jumping and dropping to the floor to execute some of her classic moves to the sounds of Kings of Leon before an audible snap is heard, sending her to the floor as she clutches her foot. Let's take a listen. Oh, God, oops. Let's hope she doesn't do that again. One oops is enough for that. You know, Spears wrote alongside the video, I haven't danced in six months, so I was full throttle at this spot. And yes, I know I'm barefoot. Don't laugh, but I grip the floor better that way. To see the video in full, remember, sound on if you dare. Head to Billboard.com. We mentioned chart action for Justin Bieber this week and BTS next week. Let's look at what else is going on in Billboard's charts. It's business as usual for Roddy Rich as the box is number one in the Hot 100 for a seventh week, and it's already one of the seven longest leading number ones in the entire history of Atlantic Records. So uh, seven weeks, seven songs. That's a double 07, Danica. <laughs>
Speaking of 007, Billie Eilish has shaken, not stirred, up this week's Hot 100 as No Time to Die debuts at number 16. That marks the latest James Bond theme to hit the chart. The ballad accompanies the movie of the same name due in North American theaters April 10th. Uh, so Gary, I guess that means that this single has no time to die, right? <laughs> uh, looking at the history of Bond themes on the Hot 100, Eilish's song is the highest charting since Adele's Skyfall, which hit number 8 in 2012. All time, one Bond theme is hit number 1, Duran Duran's A View to a Kill, back in 1985. So in the middle of the last decade, Sam Hunt was just dominating Billboard's country charts. His 2014 debut album, Montevallo, generated four number one hits on the country airplay chart, and he followed that with his biggest hit to date, Body Like a Backroad, another number one in 2017. And then, well, a long break. He got married, and in September, he told Billboard, quote, I've written a lot of different songs over the past two or three years since putting up my first record, but they were all over the place, to be honest. I made a point in September 2018 to say, okay, I'm going to write for the next 12 months, focus, and organize my efforts, and whatever I come up with will be the next record. Well, that next album, Southside, finally arrives April 3rd, and this week, the first single has him back at number one on a Billboard chart. Kinfolks hits number one on Country Airplay. Beyond BTS's likely number one debut on the Billboard 200 next week, we could see top 10 starts for Young Boy Never Broke Again, Still Flexin', Still Steppin', and Ozzy Osbourne's Ordinary Man, whose title cut, by the way, features Elton John. I'm just so happy to see Ozzy back out there, you know, being healthy and making new music. Yeah. As always, for the reveal of the Billboard 200's top 10, check out Billboard.com this Sunday and come back Monday to find out the top 10 on the Hot 100. That's all for this week. I'm Gary Trust. And I'm Danica Daniel. We'll talk to you next time. Bye. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.